This is Jack Jackson and Dick Dickerson, and this is the Atchie Podcast. Once again, all you Atchie listeners, Jack and I apologize for the extended hiatus. To make a long story short, Dick had to work off a debt owed to the Atchison drug lord, Alonzo Papagero. Luckily, I kept his wife warm and safe in his absence. On an unrelated note, this week's podcast is sponsored by Alonzo's Custom Concrete Block Emporium. Firm footing for your family projects. This past week, students came pouring back in from their reflective and restful Easter breaks. The campus is in full blossom, with colorful flower petals blowing in the air. The sound of Atchie Cat lovemaking can be heard for miles around. Tepid townies emerge from their winter's crevices to check their shadows and let the stink blow off. It's an Atchison tradition to not shower for the entirety of the winter season. (laughs) I'll tell you, Dick, you smell like the inside of Dean Wirtz's medical boot. The town is looking for students to help with the spring census. That's right, Dick. It's not uncommon to see a baby boom during towny hibernating season. Shout out to the Blosser Litter, which is expecting a fresh tot in the fall. The mask mandate has been lifted in Atchison County. And now you can finally see if that cute girl or boy in your history class is ugly or not. Got a plethora of face masks piled up in your room? And them into the box located at the RA's desk, where they'll be recycled as toilet paper. Those cloth masks from Grandma are going to feel oh so good on your buttocks. Be careful, though, not to use the fuzzy side of the medical mask, or your patootie will look like cotton candy. This last week was chock full of events like Mr. B.C., the Lemkes, and a talk titled Marriage, Sex, and Ding-Dongs. Dick, I uh, believe it was ping-pong, not ding-dong. Oh, that makes much less sense. Nothing like turning to your wife after the conjugal act and saying, Honey... Grab the paddles and let's play to 11. I loved the acapella performance on Sunday, although I was rather confused because they did not use instruments. That's because acapella is Latin for only mouth, Jack. The one with the wig. What was his name? Bobby? Timmy? Tobby. I believe it was Tobby. He could be the star of a Nickelodeon show, Jack. We've actually got one of the Flembies with us here right now. Jackson Muldon. Jackson, my boy, give us a little something from the performance. Buh. 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 Wow, those ba bums left me ba breathless, Jaxie. This week's podcast is sponsored by Daylight Donuts. I've been trying to call. I've been craving a donut for long enough. Maybe you can show me how to taste so sprinkly. I'm going through a draws. Donut. Custard filled and glazed all around. Custard. You can turn me on with just a bite. Daylight. I look around and... At she's cold, I am hungry. No one's around to feed me. I can see clearly when you're gone. Uh, I said, Ooh, I'm blind.
anybody right? My mouth is absolutely watering for a donut right now, Jack. And, uh, well, anyways, let's move on to the interview part of our podcast. With us here today to discuss his favorite contestants from Mr. B.C. is the world-renowned Dr. Don Zeniers, retired great book professor. Hello, Dr. Zeniers. Pleasure to be here, Dick. Although, microphones make my gold tooth vibrate for whatever reason. I'd actually have to ask you, to put out your cigarette, Dr. Zeniers, this is a smoke-free room. What are you, a Protestant? Okay, well, let's just discuss Mr. B.C. I knew a man by the name of Mr. B.C. The B stood for Bamuba, and the C was silent. If you gave him a nickel, he could tell you how much you weigh in fluid ounces. I swear, his hands were as big as a gorilla's. Well, I'm referring to the male beauty pageant that happened this past week at Benedictine. Ah, if you want to find beautiful males, there's this tiny mountain town in northern Bolivia where the men look like mermen. My second wife, Blitzy, left me for a swarthy fruit vendor they called Chino. He could throw a baseball faster than DiMaggio himself. He was a real charmer, even though he was mute. His sign language was like the... Like the movement of a geisha. Wonderful insight, Doctor. It's Doctor, not Doctor. Doctor. Okay, Doctor. What was your favorite performance? Ben's dancing or Joe Turco's comedic take on male swim trunks? The first time I ever fell in love with my third wife, that is. It was a honeymoon, and we were treading water in a hot spring we found by following the prophecy of a scraggly-haired, lopsided gypsy. The steam fogged up my glasses, making a peeping native girl giggle. I fell in love with that girl, my current wife, Coco. Dr. Zeniers, I'm starting to think you're not listening to any of my questions. Sorry, I'm sorry. I get off track. I'll listen now. You'll listen? I'm Alias Dickerson. Okay, great. What quality makes the best, Mr. B.C.? The year is 1952, and I'm hunting monkeys with Johnny Boditsky in the forest of New Jersey. And I swears to you, one of the apes picks up a rifle and starts shaking it around. <coughs> and anyways, after that, I converted to Christianity. Okay, thanks for stopping in, Dr. Zeniers. That interview was brought to you by Deer Toothpaste. Toothpaste for your pet deer. Lights, camera, action. For all you cinephiles and filmmakers, look no further than to showcase your talents in this year's film festival. And if you want to be involved as an actor, editor, or an extra, here are some descriptions of competing student-made films. Zombie evangelization. When a night of praise and worship gets interrupted by a horde of zombies, Jesus freaks put the gift of fortitude to the test. The zombies may have come for brains, but they will leave with conversions of heart. Uh-oh, Emily got bit? Will a prayer of healing help, or is she too full of sin? Espionage, deception, and romance. Tony Wallace plays the lead roles of both Lorne and Amanda, calf workers turned spies in the new romantic dramedy. 
Caged lovebirds in the mission to defuse a bomb. The chemistry between Tony and himself is palpable. Director, editor, $6,000, and a camera is needed. Apply now. For all you indie film lovers, look no further than Art Club's new claymation film. Clay Ball Sits Still, a 45-minute video of a clay ball sitting in place. You keep waiting for it to move, and then it doesn't. And lastly, an untitled Hallmark movie filmed in Weston starring Stephen and Amy Minnis as 16-year-olds basketball stud Trevor Johnson and cute shy library nerd Trixie Gimples. Boy never notices girl. Then he does, but screws it up. She decides not to go to summer camp in Massachusetts and forgives him. The movie is a riveting three and a half hours long. $20,000 needed for de-aging equipment. Wow, Dick, all those ideas leave me wanting to do an idea of my own. Ooh, what about a cowboy movie? Or perhaps slapstick silent comedy. Or an anime movie titled Princess Kahuja, she's trapped and scared in the attic of Bishop Fink until a young architecture major named Pat Glamash conquers his fear of being too attractive and strong and saves her. Strangely specific, Jack, but sounds good. On April 19th in the Abbey Guesthouse, there is On Pizza Friendship with Free Priests Provided. Dick, sometimes I think you have a cornut as a brain. When the train horn goes up by the studio, I pee my pants. So I should probably see a doctor. <laughs> well, register for A Taste of Benedictine to discover the variety of flavors of white people trying to cook other cultural foods. There will be plenty of Irish and German tables, so get ready for potatoes and hot dogs. You've heard of the Boston Marathon and the Tour de France. But cheer on your running ravens in this weekend's Marathon Around Atchison. What scenic sights for the runners to see? Trees, bushes, atchy cats fighting over the bones of a rotisserie chicken, and lots and lots of broken glass and discarded jewel pods. Ooh, shiny. Since there will be only one water stand with one jug of water for the runners to share, a course has been designed so the runners won't get dehydrated. You start at the base of 2nd Street and run to St. Mike's and back 213 times. Nice. And don't try to cheat. Someone will tally your bib with a Sharpie every time. Well, that concludes this week's Atchie Podcast. Stay tuned for the Atchie Podcast finale before the year ends. Where we will discuss the new mockumentary titled Monkumentary. Watch as Brother Levin confronts Father Luke about his pair of missing black socks. Signing off, this is Jack Jackson and Dick Dickerson. <laughs>